right, wait. You want to just dive into it? Let's dive in. Hell Let's yeah. go. Baron, thanks for joining me, man. Thank I appreciate you, Chris. it. Chris, you're the man. I don't know. I don't even know how we got connected. It was it was uh it was like <laughs> four different people yeah. mention your name and then you reached really? out and all this stuff. It was it was one of those things that was like It's meant to be. Yeah, it was like you too know, many, too many signs all life, at once. It's let's meant to be. Let's do it. So yeah. all right. Well, real quick. So what was this podcast you did in Mexico? Like how did, how uh, did that work? Okay, so it was about music. Okay. And um I was supposed to release an album. I never did. Okay. So I know um, the feeling. we're gonna be <laughs> releasing the album. I have all this music built up that I haven't released. So I'm gonna we're gonna get it out there. Okay. That's, we got some big labels looking at me right now. Hell yeah. Good I don't want to name drop yet. But. No, don't name drop. The, the, <laughs> the, put the put the bad yeah. juju out in the world. Absolutely. So, all right. So when did you start making music? So I started making music during COVID. Okay. When was, that was what, 2020? Right? It, it's weird. It's like it's a weird. lifetime ago. Yeah. So 2020, started, I think, is when I started making music. Shit. Did some classes with Kygo. And, uh, Did you do the uh, the the monthly? The monthly, yeah. Is that yeah. how you started? That's how I started. Dude, yeah, that's that's how so I started a... in the music production stuff. Was with the uh, the yeah. Ryan Tedder, the One I Republic guy. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it, it opened my mind. It because there's so many basics in that, right? Right. It just like so, opens your mind to. Yeah. Oh my man. god, this is what a stereo output bus does. Like, oh, this, how did I miss this, dude? Yeah, so basically the monthly, I started in that, and I bought all the gear, and mm-hmm. was like, I love making music. So since then, I've been making, like, on the road, different countries, anywhere I'm at, and just busting it out and making music. So, okay. So how, did you just start, like, making music in 2020? I did, yeah. Okay. Uh, I released my first single, which is out right now on all platforms. It's called Missing You. I released It's kind of corny, I know. But I released Whatever. it on uh, Valentine's Day. Okay. So that was my first single. And now we got many more. We got a lot of music to release. Dude, good. That's cool. Baron Wade is my name. Baron Wade. Yeah. Okay. For now. For Might now. change it a little bit later. But what it's like you? a little bit of dance, techno, electronic, house. Okay. Um, like Damn, dude. Okay. Vibe. Yeah. So, were you like, what made you start making music? Because I've been, Man, I've been making, so... playing guitar for like a long time. So it's the first time <laughs> I learned like the production side. But so, yeah. So you just started making music too. Did two and a half years ago. Yeah. So what so... got you there? It's kind of bad to say on the podcast, but shout out to Eric and Augusto at Virginia's on Fifth Avenue. Okay. So every day, three to five, 50% off. (laughs) Hell yeah. I'm not getting paid for that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We did a, uh, we did like a little trial run. So we did it on Friday and um, they called me the California kid. So like, yo, you're going to be the DJ tonight. We're going to call you DJ Cali kid. Okay. And, uh. My name was like different. I had so many different names that day. I was like DJ Spotify. I was playing off Spotify, literally <laughs> off of an iPad. And uh, so it was a Friday. It was in the middle of COVID. And uh, we played on Friday. There was no one there. And then I just started playing music. And then the room just started filling up. And then on Saturday, we did it again. And it just like we flooded the, like, the whole entire place. Like, there was like 500 people in there. Like, oh, my God, this is insane. So I did that for two weekends in a row. That's what started everything. And um, since then, I was like, I want to make my own music instead of playing someone else's music. Yeah. So that's what I did. And, yeah, here we are today. 
So who do you who do you like model your music after? Like what what people do you listen to? Because there's a difference between like the music that you make and what it sounds like yeah. versus the people that actually you listen to to learn how you want to make music. It could sound Absolutely. totally different. So like who are those people? Um, so I like Kygo, obviously. Coldplay, I like a lot. Um, like Alinium, like Seven Lions. Okay. Um, I like a lot of regular music too. Okay. Some hip hop. Nice. The baby. The baby. <laughs> the baby. The baby. Drake, I like a lot. Um, I listen to everything. Just you know what the mood is. Just go with it. You know. Yeah. So yeah. the stuff that you're making, like. What where where does it fall into? We're gonna do so the stuff that I'm making is a little is a mixture of like Illinium, Seven Lions, Coldplay, Kygo, Calvin Harris, uh like all that mixed together. Okay. Yeah. No, that's cool. And it's and it's funny because like I think a lot of people don't realize this when you get into making music and all these things. Like Right that a lot of stuff that people do is has it's kind of been done before right by different bands kind of doing their own thing but yeah, you got to yeah. take what's there and then <laughs> kind of like mix it all into your own absolutely thing it's so it that makes original music i think people best. try to be too hard to like be original and then you sound weird and then you realize there's some band from the 60s <laughs> that already made this weird sounding shit so you're like absolutely <laughs> so one thing about uh, music it's like it's a limitless thing so it's like it's it's almost like you you create music and there's like a limitless amount of options of sounds that you can create and make there's certain amount of keys that you can play but there's programs now that you can make literally any sound that's why so it gives you that feeling of like the ultimate power when you're up there and you're playing your music and you're like Oh my God, it's the best feeling ever. You know, yeah. you're living in that moment and creating that moment and just feeling good about it. A hundred percent. So that makes sense. I, dude, totally. <laughs> Especially when you're doing something and you're like killing it and you're in the zone. And you really feel, yeah. you really feel that connection to the audience. And then, I don't know, it's one of, the, you go through a lot of life, uh, just kind of doing day-to-day stuff, right? But right. it's one of those things yeah. where if you're like performing, you're killing it. It's like, absolutely, you feel fucking alive dude (laughs) you know so like so all right so this started off you you were just they call you dj spotify playing dj spotty man dj spotty and then yeah so where all right so then where did that kind of transpire into making your own music and then what does that come to in terms of like performing and doing stuff and then yeah releasing so, music um well they called me dj spotty because i was playing off of spotify yeah no one knew i was playing everything off of spotify from uh, the ipad and then i had my computer and whole setup but my computer actually shut off once and i didn't have a computer that or the iPad was off, the computer was off, so I'm like freaking out. So we went to the office, and we, you know, like the little aux cord, yeah. plug into your phone, connect that. So I just went on my phone and connected it up. Just start we're making it. Totally forgot we're alive. That's all right. Wow. Yeah, you just start making like <laughs> you just start making like Spotify playlists. Like, yeah, all right, let me put these songs together faster than they can run out. Basically, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know, I know that feeling. We used to yeah. when we would play shows, we would uh, we'd have to fill like that meantime gap right. between the sets and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, it's just like, oh shit, did we make a Spotify play? Did we make a playlist? <laughs> play? uh, 
All right, what do you got? Throw out a song. All right, add that. What's next? Like, let's build like six songs here, ten yeah. songs. That way, like, people aren't pissed that there's nothing playing, or they don't yeah. notice at least. I love it. Yeah. So yeah. That's... So all right. So you started with that, and then have you gone out and played any shows with this stuff? Um, yet? I haven't yet. Okay. No, but I have. We have a lot of things lined up. Tulum. We have Nomad lined up out there. What's we that? Have, they're just like a group. They okay. play like house music up in the jungle. It's a vibe, man. Tulum is a vibe. It's really oh. cool. So you you already went to Tulum? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Spent my summer last year in all over Mexico. So that was interesting. Whoa. It was fun. All right. Tell, um, dude, tell me about that. Well, yeah, let's uh, so what, what were you doing in Mexico? What Mexico, I was hanging out the whole summer. Um, okay. I was working during the winter in Naples and would travel somewhere in the summer. Last summer, I chose Mexico and uh, was renting a house in Airbnb. It was like 22 like bedroom Airbnb. It was insane, dude. It was like this mansion. It was it was massive. It was so much fun. Okay. So that was like my home ground. And then I had a driver and we're just, you know, just exploring Tulum, Playa de Carmen. Cosmo was beautiful. Um, Isla Mujeres is absolutely stunning. Okay. Um. And uh, Tulum was probably my favorite. So I was just, you know, networking and ran into, yeah. went to an event and met some people. And they're like, yo, come out here. We're ready for you. So. so, all right. So then Nomad is there in Tulum? Yeah, they're, so they're like a group. They're like a house, like like a deep house. Like, okay. And yeah so we're gonna we're i'm gonna rock out with them for a little bit maybe a week or so and then on to the next place hell yeah <laughs> dude that's fucking awesome good yeah. for you man all right so, so, the, you, so you got the you have a business in naples so basically correct. it sounds like you you have this business and then that you're able to do that in the winter and then that allows right. you to just go and just go wherever so, yeah all right freedom. so what is the business and then like how, so how did it start uh so i started it out of a parking lot and uh right by cambier park it's a little scooter business scooters and segways okay so basically uh you go on a tour for 90 minutes and you learn about the history of naples and you uh you know, when you come with me, it's a good time. Yeah. 90 minutes of fun. Sometimes stop for drinks, you know, go meet the owners of the restaurants and do whatever, you know, go to the beach, go to the pier. Sure. But it's cool. Like if you haven't been to Naples, it's a good time. Um, so, yeah, I actually recently gave up that business and now I'm going to Dubai. Mm-hmm. I'm actually leaving tomorrow. It's crazy. It's dude, this is it's wild, man. It's like I got a 16-hour flight tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it at all. I got no. like a layover in like Turkey or somewhere crazy, I don't know. Uh, I was actually just there last month, month and a half ago in Dubai. In Dubai and uh so I'm going back. I'll be selling luxury real estate. So if you guys need a <laughs> place in Dubai, call me up. Um the average home is seven hundred sixty thousand US, and they're like little condos. So it's like all skyscrapers there. That's all it is. It's nothing special. Yeah, <laughs> but well, it's uh yeah. It's it seems like a it seems like a almost like a different planet kind of. It it is. Yeah, they're basically living in the future. Um, they they're on top of everything. You know, everybody wants to see everyone win, and that's what it's about. It's, you know 
pushing people forward and making them like live to their fullest potential. Yeah. I feel like that's what life's about is living to your fullest potential. And uh, yeah. It's, well, like it's making the most cool. of it too. Like absolutely. It, it is cool that you're able to, to kind of do this business, get things running and then have yeah. the time to be able to go like, all right, I've got this business. I'm running this in the winter, making money. And then, let me go take X amount of time to yeah, just go travel it. and that's it. Do all this stuff. Yeah. I think yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people, don't do that either. They can't or they're like not yeah. looking on how they can make it work. Maybe I'm telling you, anybody can make it happen. If I can make it happen, I'm coming from a small town in Indiana. Um, I, yeah, my family's amazing. I got an older brother, older sister. My parents have been together for about 32 years. I love my family to death, my cousins and all of them. But if I can do it, anybody can do <laughs> sure. it, man. Um, so when did you get down to Naples? I've been here about five years. Okay. Yeah. So how did you see this? How did you see the opportunity for that business? Um, it's a long story. So basically, I was doing a cooking show. And <laughs> you're doing a Wait, up in Mount Dora, what? yeah. All right, uh, like I can start from the very beginning. Start from the beginning. So start with the I'm up in show. Mount Dora. Um, so the whole point of the cooking show was to sell this cookware, but the cookware was like six, seven thousand dollar cookware. Wasn't okay. like you know, a hundred, two hundred dollar cookware. So I'm over here like cleaning a chicken, like getting prepared for this cookware, this cooking show, um, in the middle of a fair. And so we're doing like cooking shows and like fairs and okay. trade shows, things like that. Got and I'm um, like cleaning the chicken out in the middle of the fair, like getting ready for the show. And um, we had to sell the cookware and traveling to different uh, cities and stuff like that. But okay. I started Mount Dora. Sure. Then went to Fort Myers and uh, saw the scooters that were right in front of me. So our we had a setup right here of the cooking show and then across was the scooters and I saw those and basically invested in six of those and started out um, doing trade shows with those. So we got a trailer and put them in the trailer and went to Orlando. That was the first, uh, that was the first trade show that we did. Didn't sell a single one. Okay. And then I went to Tampa actually got kicked out of that show because the turf they didn't want me riding on the turf because when i demo i'm like you know riding it or whatever so i'm like all right whatever and then we had all these scooters sitting in the garage and i'm like basically giving up so at that point i was building websites for people okay and i was um, basically i was taking pictures of food and then making an online store for people and then the idea came. I did a Segway tour downtown Naples uh, with Hoffman, the uh, the trolley. They're great, great people too, uh, by the way. And uh, basically did their tour and gave me the idea and started it up. No business license, no storefront, just straight out of a parking lot. Did yeah. it for about two months. Eventually, code enforcement caught me, and he was like, you got to get a location. And then that day, I went and signed with Ten City. And uh, from there on out, you know, it's history. Damn, dude. I was, like, handing out cars, like, come do a tour, come do a tour. No one for, like, weeks. I was, like, giving up. And then finally that one person, and then 
Who was the so who was the first person? It was this like big tall guy. He looked like he rode like Har- Harley Davidson's, you know, he really? had this stash right <laughs> here. Like big guy. He was huge. And then he had this like smoke show of a girl. She had to been like 25, 26. The guy was like 40. And uh I forgot where they were from, but yeah, I'll never forget that. I wish I had the picture. I can pull it up. Damn, dude. That's cool. But well, so, so yeah. Isn't it kind of crazy? Like you come up with these ideas and you think you like I bet when you bought those scooters and you invested in you're like this is gonna kill at the trade show you're like I'm gonna go to Orlando (laughs) I'm gonna have so much fucking money when I leave this place like it's not even even, doesn't even make sense and then you like get there nobody wants it then you go to the other place you get kicked out and then you're just like pedal like you're almost like pedaling stuff and then finally like it breaks and it's like all right I'm on to something here like (laughs) dude that's how it's not like the uh, the podcast business stuff went. Like right. the whole reason why I got the other podcast, that business podcast, is because yeah. somebody asked me like, "Oh, hey, can you do a podcast?" I'm like, "Yeah." Well, I was learning music production. I'm like, mm. "I think so." Like it's just audio, right? I'll figure out the rest. Yeah, that's cool. It ended up falling through, and then oh I ended up producing a podcast for my brother for like his business stuff. But I saw the value in it, and I tried to sell it to a bunch of other people. I'm like, "This is gonna kill!" Like. <laughs> He's talking to like CEOs, he's talking to executives, all this stuff. Absolutely. Like people are going to see all the value in it. And you're talking to people and they're like, yeah, wait, you want me to start a podcast from a business? Like you want me to go in my garage and right. and talk to like my friend about business? Like what? Do you, <laughs> what is this that you're saying? And like, I, I couldn't sell, like I didn't sell anything. Like I've, I just didn't sell anything wow. from that. And then all of a sudden you see like a different opportunity and like, oh, yeah. oh well, here's this other business path absolutely it's weird how it unfolds man it's i think people think it's more straightforward than it really is like really is it's kind of fucking nuts how it actually happens i don't think people realize that everything is meant to be and you can't stress about nothing and your mental health and the way you eat is really i mean i'm drinking coffee right now but I've been drinking alkaline water for the last like <laughs> month and eating very healthy and, and, and your health is very important and the people you surround yourself with is, is key and mm-hmm. you want those people that are around you to build you up and they want you to succeed and move forward in life. And yeah. We're falling forward, man, not backwards. So we're always yeah. looking ahead. That's a good way of putting it is like falling yeah. forward just because, dude, I think, I think most people that are successful and like are enjoying life and yeah. things like that. I don't really know where they're going. Like right. you kind of do, and maybe when you get older you do. But like I've, I don't know many young people that are like successful. It's like that they they know yeah. where they're going. Like they might have a pretty Absolutely. good idea, but dude, most of the time it's trial and error. You're like it's trial and error. Like man. You couldn't have guessed <laughs> three years before that that you would start that business, and then yeah. three years ago you wouldn't have guessed that you're going to be moving to Dubai to sell luxury real estate. I mean, you probably couldn't have guessed that a year ago. Absolutely not. Not even three months ago. So how did that come about? Long story. Well, we're on a podcast, dude. Let's talk about it. Um, So um, Kimura, they're they're like a modeling agency based out of uh, Toronto. Okay. And the girl I was seeing at the time, she was a model, and she uh, she got invited over there, and she was like, uh, well, I was talking to him. He was like, yo, come on. Long story short, and I went out there, and 
we were basically making movies out there and photo shoots and it was it was a blast man it was a dream so nice um damn dude like what what kind of photo shoots what kind of movies were you making we were doing basically anything cool there like deserts we were going uh sand buggies in the deserts we were going to the top of the khalifa tower doing shots there um we went to abu dhabi the grand mosque that was beautiful really um there's just i'd recommend anyone to go it's absolutely incredible it's a long flight but it's definitely worth it yeah yeah it seems like a different world over there it is yeah so they're they're pretty advanced with everything like technology all the buildings have built have been built in like the last like 40 or 60 years Mm -hmm. and a lot of the new ones have been built in like the last 20 years so all these buildings are brand new and they're on top of the game with everything and uh, a lot of security Uh, you can't even hold hands in public so there's a lot of uh really a lot of rules you can't kiss in public girls have to be covered oh. um i think if you're married you can hold hands but you can't kiss they have these secret cameras on the highway all over the streets there's cameras everywhere but surprisingly i did not see that many cops so maybe cuz they have all these I don't cameras know. yeah right so Whoa. um I didn't know that. I don't want to mess with the law there, but yeah, it seems like a place that you don't want to mess with the law. Yeah, but there's a lot of opportunity there. Yeah, yeah. So how long do you think that you're gonna end up being over there? I'll, well, I have my ten year reunion for high school in December. My birthday is on Christmas. Okay. I'm gonna come back during December and then come go back out there, and I'll probably be out there maybe a year. Okay. Six months to a year. That's cool, man. Yeah. And then just kind of see what success you find out there. How yeah, it we'll be selling. Out. Selling, just going to focus on selling, 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 selling real estate, commercial real estate. Just get deep into real estate, man. So you have to like go basically like learn the the lay of the land? or Yeah, I basically like... already know it. It's okay. pretty simple. But once I get there, they they help me out. They'll, they'll train me for a week. And, uh, and throw the wolves, uh, dude. Yeah, then after that, it's uh, – it's it's go time. Um, Do you like that better though? Like that kind of here's some basic stuff and then absolutely just, yeah yeah because they're they're pretty straightforward with everything and they want to see you win. They set you up to win. So yeah, uh, you don't need a test. No license to sell real estate in Dubai. You make five percent of what you sell, on top of some other things. But Damn. the percentages are very good there, um, and the market is beyond hot right now it's it's very hot it's the place to be yeah and i mean if yeah. the average is like 700 something thousand dollars yeah the average seven hundred sixty thousand. Five percent uh all the way up you can buy something for about 250 to 300 million there yeah Which it's is, not a yacht but it'll do five percent of that'll do <laughs> i don't know that'll get the job it's billionaire done. baron man yeah <laughs> gotta yeah. manifest I've been manifesting a lot, seeing a lot of prayers, manifesting. Um, I think manifesting's pretty key to life. Um, so, all right, tell me about that. So, what what do you what do you mean by manifesting? Like, what is it, and then how does it how does it work? Like, what do you see? In- so, manifesting is like creating like your destiny, like almost like looking into the future of what you want, what you want yourself to be, where you see yourself. Um, it's about who you want to become 
and that's the art of life is manifesting of who you will become and um chasing greatness man falling forward yeah that's what it's about so how did you like how did you come across that idea like the concept of like manifesting and all that kind of stuff or is it um, something that you feel like you've been doing and then just somebody labeled feel it like i've you? been doing it for quite a while but now things are really starting to set in reality okay um, since i was a kid maybe like middle school i would say yeah, yeah. just like looking at so. shit and just being like <laughs> dude let me i think i could do that <laughs> yeah man i've lived all over the world and i don't know i just it's, it's there you know yeah. So you just gotta just gotta find it. Find yourself and know what you want in life and you just gotta chase your dreams. Don't be scared. Don't let anything hold you back. You just gotta go for it, man. Dude, it can be yeah, it can be scary. Yeah. Yeah, it can be it can be <laughs> fucking scary. terrifying, dude. Absolutely. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff like do you see do you see have you ever dealt with this like that kind of the self-sabotage almost where you're just like, absolutely, yeah. All right. So tell me about that. Cause you've been been doing all this stuff going all over the world. So how do you manage through that? I feel like fear plays a big role in most people's lives. And um, like there's been times where I've been down, like going through things. I'm sure everybody goes through it, you know? Um, But you know, I got God on my side. So you just got to look up the bigger picture and, and, uh, and know what you want i guess yeah but yeah but there there's been times where i've just you know it's been rough unhealthy <laughs> yeah you know like binging yeah. partying um like surrounding myself with bad toxic people but you know you had to change that at an earlier stage and luckily i did and learned from that and you know just keep moving forward Keep rolling, dude. Keep rolling. Yeah. So, like, what kind of were there any? So, you've been going all around the world. Like, mm-hmm. so did you find that at a certain point when you were younger, you were falling in with the wrong people just by virtue of what you were doing? And then, yeah. So, um, in high school, I was, I mean, luckily I had sports to keep me afloat. But in high school, I was pretty reckless. Yeah. In college, I was pretty reckless too. Um, I was, I was, I had good and bad people. I try to motivate the bad, mm-hmm. um, but I never let the bad over, like overtake, overpower, overpower yeah. me. Exactly. I was always with the good. So, uh, I was always staying focused on the positive things in life. And yeah, even though sometimes I was partying and doing yeah. bad things when I woke up the next morning, I, I motivated myself to, to be better that day. Yeah, so, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, been it's crazy how a lot like, of dark days out there, man. Dude, it is crazy. It's not man. all sunshine and rainbows over here, man. No, no. So, dude, and I think, uh, I think even if you're, I think a lot of people miss that. Even if you're like a positive person, even if you're moving things along, it's Absolutely. not everybody goes through. it. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. De- everybody deals with some Every- bullshit, and even yeah. when you're successful, like those, it doesn't stay. Like for me, absolutely, it's more. It's I don't know. Like I'm kind of fucked up in that. So you got yeah, like it's a roller coaster, dude. Man. It's a roller coaster, and like absolutely, I'll talk, talk, go home to my wife and be like, "Man, I'm feeling like weird today." She's like, "Did anything bad happen?" I'm like, <laughs> "No." This guy said he he wants to move forward. This 
this person said that they're interested. This guy said he thinks he has like a couple leads for me. I think this is like working. She's like, absolutely. What's the matter? I'm like, I don't know. I just feel feel like shit. I don't know. And then some days like, it's it sucks when both both the world and your emotions line up where it's absolutely. like both are hidden. It's like yeah, I felt like shit. Yeah. And they said they didn't want to work with me, and that fell through. And yeah. that fell through. And I'm uh, I'm missing this and like. Yeah, it's like you get in that like I trough can definitely of despair. relate to that. Last two months have been pretty pretty brutal. Really? Yeah. But you know, I've I've uh I've been traveling meeting the people that I've been meeting even today is just like a blessing. Yeah. Um the my friends and my family have really been on my side with things. So that's that's key to your friends and family. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's what that's what gets you through life right there, man. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty thankful that I've had my, like, my family that can like teach me how to do yeah. as much stuff as they have, and like, just different friends you can bounce shit off of and be. Yeah, that's it. Be real and get real feedback from people. Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't know my thing. Like we talked about before this, you want you wanted to bring somebody with you that. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, I don't even know who they are. They, I, I think they're famous, uh, but I don't like know who that That's is. Okay. But I've kind of like I've got my friends, I got my family, and I'm like, dude, I don't even, I don't even care. Like if I meet, if I Doesn't meet matter. like famous Just, people, yeah, fucking whatever. That's cool. But yeah. I'd, ra- I'd rather talk to people that are gonna have a real conversation, or maybe have like traveled the world and done stuff, got some perspective <laughs> on some things. I, right. I like that more than like dude i can't talk to your instagram followers like if you have 40 (laughs) or 80 or a million instagram (laughs) followers like that's might be cool but i don't yeah that what does that do for us talking right now like did you have you learned from all those people like shit well then share share like your world of stories but like the the fame stuff i don't know i'd never i'd never clicked in my head right i don't know um uh i have in my family had a very famous pitcher um kurt schilling yeah dude baseball fans but yeah he's he's changed a lot but i mean he's awesome awesome guy but my mom and him had a interesting relationship they grew up together um but his mom was like a sweetheart yeah mary joe Mary Jo, you're the best in heaven <laughs> right now. But, um, but yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's interesting what what it could do to you. The fame, yeah. How so? I don't know. It's just it's scary, but it could be also a blessing. You know, I do, I don't live in people's shoes every day. I only live in my own shoes. So yeah, I'm my own person. You know. Um, are you so like by doing all this stuff like are you around famous people all the time i am yeah okay yeah so what is it like being around these Uh, famous people it's cool like it's fun it has its moments sure um ups ups and downs um the ops says we get full access and everybody loves us. That's the greatest sure. part. And then the downs is like behind the scenes, like uh, like what happens behind the scenes. Get yeah. mad or whatever. Or messaging your girlfriend. Okay. Have that happen. I can um, see that happen. Many yeah. times. Um, 
or like for instance uh they just you know they they feel like they can like just rule the world so and you know you have to go with it yeah so if you're been a lot of time so many random people yeah dude i bet (laughs) but just by virtue of traveling you probably end up being just being around (laughs) these people find yourself in those different situations okay yeah but it's cool and you know i i admire success i love success i love it when people success so yeah when they have success so i think that's pretty inspirational with how they succeed i don't look at the bad and everything i like to look at the good yeah how they got there what did they do and their story their background where they come from i think it's truly inspiring so if you since you're not even famous just anybody in general you know yeah well and i'm curious about the 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 fame side just for the nature of like is there a spot where you see see them shift to that kind of mindset like have you seen seen that shift take um, place or are you more just kind of meeting them when they're famous and you kind of along for the ride and then just like these kind of things happen like yeah basically oh cool that. this guy's messaging my girl all um, right sweet yeah no i've been the people that that i'm friends with they they've been pretty good yeah um yeah i haven't seen nothing too crazy yet but sure. um but yeah the, the people that Julius Dean, he's the man. Julius Dean? He's a famous magician. I was actually with him in Mexico last summer. Really? Damn. That's You cool. can't bring that guy anywhere. We're in Miami and people are just coming up to him. and Like swamping, swamping him? Swamping him. Damn, dude. This is, this is part of my problem, too. It's like, I don't know who the fuck yeah. anybody is. I feel like I live under That's a rock. That's good. I think like, it's better that way, honestly. Yeah, I'm like, I, I live in a house in what a community out in the doing? middle of a swamp yeah <laughs> you, you're saying it's better not to know anybody yeah this is pros and cons yeah absolutely yeah i mean does that happen yeah getting wrapped up like in their stuff is does that happen a lot is that common? yeah absolutely i think so i would think i don't know i i think so though all right like they're on like a certain schedule and yeah I'm not trying to pry to be like, oh, tell me all the dirty shit. It's just like, yeah. dude, I don't know how I don't know how or these like, people operate at all. So I'm just, it's just kind of genuinely yeah. fascinating because all I see is the 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 facade, like the front, right? The, right. The Instagram piece, the whatever piece, yeah. or yeah, yeah. whoever the thing is. I think like it, it makes you look maybe more happy or more successful, <laughs> yeah. whatever it might be. It does man. I don't think that it's all fake though, like, inherently, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, they're successful, and that's cool. I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Sorry for harping. I don't want you to like be like, oh yeah, this this one guy, he's a fucking asshole or something like that. No, oh, I don't. No, man. Don't want to do all that. Good vibes, man. Um, Today was a good day. Woke up. Yeah. So you woke up in uh, Port Royal today. Got some coffee and smoothie. Went surfing. Scurping, right? Went scarfing, man. Dude. Got up on the board today. It was good. Today Did was you? a good day. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Man. The sun was shining. Scurfing's tough. Scurfing on the Mastercraft. And... Yeah, I broke my hand when I was uh I was kneeboarding on a boogie board on the back of my uh on back of my dad's boat. Like and it, it was oh, yeah. just so stupid. It's like <laughs> a little pontoon boat. And the oh. way I broke it was like trying to get in closer to the wake, pull in. He wrap, did that wrap the rope around my oh. hand, 
fell, pulled. Oh, I'm glad he's going slow. Good. I would have lost my thumb for sure. Oh, I ended yeah. up getting like a that thumb couple pins gone. in there. Oh, Dude, if he wasn't going like real slow, yeah. thumb would have been gone. You're like Iron Man now. I'm basic, basically Iron Man. Basically Iron Man. Yeah, now. I had some pins sticking out, and then uh, yeah, and then I was like, hey, can you like cut a huge <laughs> hole in my chest and put like this like uh, polonia or whatever it is? And he's like, yeah, sure. And next thing you know, I'm in a desert cave in Iraq building this fucking yeah. uh, big ass suit, and uh, you know the rest is history. I love it. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm jealous. Yeah, so let's know, go break some bones today. Yeah, so I can transform an Iron Man. That's that's what I do, <laughs> and uh, you know that's how I fly home, dude. Actually, you know what I want to do? I want to do one of those jetpacks. You see those yeah, jetpacks? Those are those, epic. Those guys yeah. are doing now where they get the hand thing. Absolutely, flying those are around. Cool. I bet you can probably do that in Dubai. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm gonna call you up. Yeah, do some recon. Get one. Bring yeah. it over here. Yeah, bring it to like, Naples. Oh, guys, you want to go to the next uh, <laughs> listing? Here, uh, grab on. Hop on the jetpack. Yeah. Fly over like there. have like a little pad that just like float up. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Dude, I, I haven't done any of that stuff. I, I tried wake skating once. I think I might have done a shove it. And that. There you go. But that was when I was skateboarding a lot more. So I was like. Skateboarding is cool. I was, I was more. I had a phase of skateboarding. Yeah. Did you? Absolutely. How old were you? Like. Six. Six, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah. did probably like 10, 12 through 20-ish. And then I was living in Orlando. I was like 22. I think this is when I stopped skateboarding. Was, oh, yeah. Uh, no, it was shortly after that. So I was in I was in Orlando skateboarding. I did like a jump. I was like getting trying to get fancy. I was like did a jump off a quarter pipe, like landed on my knee, and my vision went white at that oh, moment. Oh, my God for like three seconds so for like two full seconds i was like that's it i'm blind that's Dude, amazing that fucking sucks and so <laughs> that hurt a lot and then i was like let it oh sit for six gosh. months and then i went to fleischman park in naples you know that cement yeah they got the cement half mm -hmm. wood half cement so i was skating in the bowl the last I was like all right last run of the day sounds good sun's shining this way so there's a shadow on the bowl i go around cut up and go like this, but the bowl does this thing where it goes in and then it goes back flat. Oh, I don't know, yeah. it's hard to explain, yeah, yeah, but yeah. basically what happened is I'm completely sideways, like sideways. six feet in the air, oh, yeah. hits the lip, and I just go straight and fucking fall like that oh, right on gosh. my hip. And like I had trouble walking for like three full days, and I was just like, dude, I think uh, I think my my days are numbered, skateboarding, oh, hitting these, man. these like, Bowls no and half Tony pipes, Hawk. and no more Tony Hawk, no more nine oh. hundreds. I'm, I'm fucking done. <laughs> That's epic. And that was the start of the middle of my life. <laughs> yeah, there you go, midlife crisis. Yeah. What a great awakening, dude. I, I had a quarter life crisis. What were you gonna say? Everyone stops skateboarding whenever they have a bad accident. And my accident was that freshman too, going up the ramp, going off the side. Never did it again. You, that was your accident. Was. And then I tried biking, accident, freshman, that was it. Dude, yep. <laughs> I'm not pushing it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, agreed. So anybody that can't hear that. So you you literally had, so you literally had the same, probably, I wouldn't be surprised if we literally fell in the same exact spot. That, you fell <laughs> another corner, the big ramp. You go down the big ramp, up another small one. But I went, and then set it straight up, landing on top, went 
off to the right. Oh. And went onto the grass, but I was already onto the grass. Oh. Onto the hands. Boy comes above me. Wrists are like all the way back. I'm done with that. Dude, Fleshman. That's epic. Fleshman Park is a a skateboard career killer. I'm not going there. (laughs) I'm scared to go there. Damn, dude. Well, all right. At least I'm not alone then. I feel I feel better about it. (laughs) But I did have a quarter life crisis. So let's hear this. So, um, so when I was, uh, so I graduated college and I was twenty. 20 maybe when i graduated college 21 um went and went back and worked for my family company it's actually funny enough i'm wearing the shirt flight docs so i was working there for like six months doing sales and i hated it at that time yeah i was like dude i was like miserable i was just like a shitty employee you know yeah and uh finally got to the point where i was like you know what i'm leaving i gotta go out on my own i gotta do something outside of the family company like i gotta prove Right. to myself that i can do what i need to do right like yeah i don't want to just like stay at a family company forever absolutely I gotta get out so i ended up moving to orlando went and worked at this call center which ended up being like a borderline scam job oh and i didn't gosh. realize it but basically what you were doing is people would call in thinking that they were calling to like do a job interview yeah and you'd pass them on to somebody who would then get their information and get them to agree for online colleges to call them and these fucking colleges don't stop oh calling you God. ever. So you it's end horrendous. up like, you end up basically getting these people who aren't educated, don't really know what's going on and looking for like like warehouse jobs. And now you just are like have colleges calling them and trying to like sell them on fucking nonsense right. shit. And I, oh I worked gosh. there for two months, call center, I was like ready to fucking blow my brain two out. Two months so is a long time, man. I'm surprised it lasted that there. long. I thought yeah. they were building a whole nother section of their business and it would right. help people and I could do that. And it was just, it was never ending promises. And I was like, never I'm done. Ending. So I was sitting in Orlando for a month trying to figure out what I'm going to do. I had some savings from working since I was like 14. Right. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to drive around the country. I have a friend there that go. lives in LA. Uh, I'm going to make my way out there <laughs> somehow and then see what happens. So I went up to North Going Florida, Austin and I called Austin my, is great by the way. Austin's oh cool. Oh my gosh. And I and I called great my city. a guy that I I went to college with. Like I wasn't even like good friends with him, but I yeah. knew him. He lived a few houses down. He's living in Colorado. I'm like, "Hey man, I'm coming to Colorado. I'm going to end up going to Utah then LA. Uh but do you mind if I stay with you for a couple of days?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's that would be awesome. And actually, we're going to Moab, Utah where you're going." Like <laughs> that weekend i'm like oh all right so i stayed with them for a few extra days we went to moab in utah have you ever been there um i don't think so dude one of the coolest salt lake city though okay it's like probably five hours south of there maybe more but it's like uh they call like the extreme sports capital of the u.s or something and dude it's all these mountains and plateaus and red rocks and people are mountain climbing dirt biking so that was awesome so it was cool going from that primitive camping no cell service you could see every star in the sky the next night i'm in vegas like at caesar's palace then into la for yeah 10 days just 
getting the lay of the land, trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life. Right. Um, a lot of desert. A lot of desert. Yeah. I did yeah. a lot of desert driving, dude. Yeah. yeah. One time from LA to Vegas and mm-hmm. I got caught in a sandstorm there. And that was my first drive to Vegas from LA. And, uh, yeah, like this massive sandstorms coming in. I'm like, what is going on? Is this the day of the dead? Like, this is wild. But yeah, Whoa. that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. It's, um, it's cool just going out and, just, and traveling and exploring, yeah, man. It's, uh, that's what it's about. I, I don't know if you, I don't know if this will register with you, but like when you're traveling, you're going to all these places, like, do you feel like time is longer? Do you feel like each day is longer? Yeah, um, I do in a way. Okay. But then it goes by quick. Sure. It's but when fast. you're in it, when you're like when you're experiencing it, that day. So it's just beauty. It's like yeah. every like every day being on the road, driving, right. doing all that stuff. That felt is like the, the longest days in the best way. Yes. Yeah. I think it's because yeah. you're learning the whole time. You don't even notice it. Cause right. Like you would never think of, all right, I drove eight hours through a through the New Mexico desert, you wouldn't necessarily think of that as something to label learning, right? But if you're driving in a totally foreign place that you've never been to, it's all new terrain that you've never driven on, anything Mm -hmm. like that, by proxy of driving and doing that, you're literally learning that whole time. It's like, all right, well, I'm learning that you can drive for five hours in New Mexico and you're not gonna see shit. (laughs) That's one thing you're learning, but also just... Yeah, going to these new places, you're like, I don't know. What's your favorite, dude? I I I genuinely I I genuinely love California. Love Cali. if it yeah. If there's like three things: cost, being super far away from my family, and then also just the ocean. Or no, I I, lo- I did love. Did you like it out there? I didn't like the ocean there that much. Uh, I like East. I like Atlantic Ocean better than I like the yeah. Pacific Ocean. For sure. Um, I like the ocean in San Diego. It's It was cool down there. Pacific Beach. Yep. There and like La Jolla Beach and stuff like that. Yes. That area is super cool. Um, Just in terms of the actual beach itself and and being in the water, that's cool. But as you go more north, it's like pretty – it's like – pretty like, frightening <laughs> i'd yeah. say like being um, in oregon or I something didn't, yeah i didn't go up north i didn't go as far as la that was as far north as i okay went. so san fran and like humboldt and all the all those places oregon seattle i didn't get to explore you i mean dude you got time hey, one you'll, day you'll get up yeah. there that that area is really cool and honestly i i love california um but after I mean after COVID and just seeing how they locked everything down, it's I was like wild. I really couldn't. I'm I could, scared. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> it's like New York. No. Yeah, and I'm from Long Island, New York originally. Wow. So nice. I'm, it's it, my it's buddy that's supposed things. to be here today, Pete. If you're watching, uh, Pete? he's from Long Island. He's starting an exotic car company here. Shit, so I'll get you guys connected. Cool. He's probably busy. Yeah, busy. So yeah, I'll be cars. there. Yeah, yeah. Pete, I'll be there. Pete, how are you? <laughs> love you pete pete's a great guy yeah from long island um he has a location up there so if you're ever okay. up there sweet and he has a location here with cloud nine exotics shout out to you pete you're the best man i heard of that even company. though you're not here yeah damn they're it, great pete. yeah <laughs> damn it pete you little fucker man <laughs> i swear pete would not show up to his own funeral <laughs> yeah too well so 
Hopefully he won't find out. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but so like yeah, I don't know. I think I think that the traveling for me is one of the things that I try to structure a lot of stuff around. Like we've been going to Savannah mm-hmm. a lot lately. Savannah, my wife Georgia. And I. Yeah. Have you been there? I feel like I have. Maybe just passing through or yeah, something. Yeah, maybe passing through. Yeah, you cause... could probably pretty easily pass through because it's not that far off 95. Right. Um, yeah, I feel like on my way back up going to Indiana, I passed through there. When Hurricane Irma hit, I went to um, Lake Lanier in Georgia. Okay. Where's Savannah? Savannah's Atlanta. like right on the, on the coast. So it's like uh, – just where kind of where South Carolina and Georgia meet, it's like okay. right there. So yeah, I've, I've probably been over there for sure. It's a cool area, and actually, funny enough, with the music stuff, this this might sound I don't know weird or fucked up or something, but you probably can appreciate it from the music side of just how odd it is where <laughs> ideas come from and like the inspiration and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, and trying to explain it to people is kind of hard, but oh like, yeah. Um, yeah. So we were there, and I, I I was working for this company again. So I went on the whole road trip, did some other jobs, worked yeah. at Enterprise, all that stuff. Came back came here back, for like four years. Back in action to the family company, and they sold it. And I was like, and and it was September-ish, right? And and my wife and I are finally going on a vacation. I'm like, all right, cool, we'll go there. And Savannah was one of the places. And I, I was like starting to lose interest in being at this company. She wasn't feeling it anymore. And uh, I had been in bands like all through college and tried to make a band work when I got back and all this stuff. So yeah. playing music and trying to make that be like a full-time thing. And it's just, I couldn't get it to work. Like it was just kept wow. falling apart and kept all the obstacles. We made EPs, we did all the things, but I kind of put it on hold to start a career, you know, get, get my life going, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as much as my wife likes to say like, Oh, you know, I could have supported you and stuff. Like at a certain point, women are just like, dude, if you're going to be a fucking <laughs> joke, then I'm not sticking around. And I'm like, all right. So it made me get yeah. my shit together. That's good. And, uh, and I'm glad all that stuff happened. Cheers no, to that, yeah. Man. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers to that, dude. <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, like uh, all these things were moving along and, and I, and I'm burn Savannah. Right. And so finally get there and Savannah's like full of, I'll say death, right? And the oh way I say it is because it's so old. It's one of the old, I think it's one of the earliest cities in wow. the US. Like That's f- amazing. Built in the 1700s, all that stuff. A lot of old people or just like, no, more like old buildings. Naples is like old people. Yeah. Savannah is oh, like old buildings. I and like, love that. It's kind of like Connecticut in a may, way. It could be. So. I don't know. I haven't really spent too much time in Connecticut. <laughs> but. It's, dude, it's just got it's like it's got a charm to it, and uh, so That's awesome. There's like a lot of graveyards and shit all over the place, and uh, uh, again, this will sound weird, but they said like during the eight, early 1900s, there's like a plague, and you know how they have like they oh say like gosh. dead ringer. You know the yeah term dead ringer. Apparently, that was because they would bury people, and sometimes people would wake up in the tombs, but they'd be buried alive, That's and so epic. they put these strings in there like. Uh, so that way, if you were alive, you could ring the bell. Ring the bell, and man. people could hear you Back and come life. dig you up. A lot of times, it ended up being that like the bodies would like bloat and blow up, and they'd <laughs> ring the bell, so they'd dig them up, and then it was just like a really fucking gross dead body. Oh. But anyway, so like that being said, I felt like music was done. I felt like it was kind of dead. Yeah. Right? And so I was sitting there in this Airbnb, 
looking out the window and I just like felt like almost like a bell ring. Not like I heard a bell or something crazy, yeah. but I was just like looking at this thing like, dude, I, I put this thing aside. I thought it was dead. And now I'm looking <laughs> at this thing like now. And I, I had brought my guitar and I was sitting there writing stuff, playing some guitar. And I'm like, dude, it's not fucking dead. It's been like this trip was like ringing the bell. Let me know. Right. Like, hey, dude. I'm fucking down here. You got to dig me up. Yeah. And so after Come that, alive again, dude. And after that was when I started being like, all right, I'm going to be writing every day. Even if it's mm. just like writing a journal to get some of the ideas and That's the amazing. thoughts out and all yeah. that stuff. And then by doing that, it led me to be like, all right, well, what kind of music I want to be able to produce music going yeah, to the yeah. fucking, um, going to the studio is expensive, man. It adds up quick. It does. And takes time. Like, how do I do this for myself? And, uh, and so that's when I ended up finding the uh, the monthly course. Yeah, And like there going you go. through all that stuff and, and it kind of yeah. teed it up for being able to learn all this. And, and like you said, man, it doesn't, you don't know where you're going to end up. Like I didn't know that by learning music production or doing this stuff, I'd end up producing podcasts. It's amazing. And then now we're having this conversation. Now like, we're having this conversation. Who would have thought? Like uh, it's, a it's year, crazy. Yeah. almost a year in the making those were the paths that yeah. led to us having this conversation it's hours and hours and hours of work too yeah like making a song oh my gosh you so, want to like jump out of a fucking window sometimes yeah when you're making you're a like song. repeating the sounds over and over and over and over so you snare, hear these sounds snare one snare yeah, two right? snare three <laughs> and everything has to be in rhythm if one thing is off and then it puts it off beat but the programs are pretty advanced to where it's yeah. almost really simple to make music it is. I and I definitely I definitely overcomplicate it for myself. Yeah. Like I overcomplicate well, yeah, it yeah, and yeah. then it hinders you making music. You know? It's <laughs> yeah. like what, yeah. what am I doing, dude? Why am I putting all these blocks in my way? It's when you gotta get inspired, man. Yeah. But uh I Yeah, I I just start with a sound and then just feed off the sound and make my own sounds and Yeah. Just go with it. Yeah. So we're I'm gonna release a song on August tenth. Hell yeah. It's supposed to be August first, but we'll put the traveling in the way. We're gonna do August tenth for sure. Good. Um good. I'll one promote song's it gonna on be called the, on the show. Oh yeah. yeah. We'll we'll play uh like on the podcast we'll play something. Yeah. I'll send you a song. We can play Hell it in yeah. the background or whatever. That'll be cool. Um so yeah, it's gonna be jet set's gonna be one. Um um a lost universe two i think that's what it's called there's so many and yeah. then um the third one is uh oh my god i look like an idiot right now because i don't know the names dude i <laughs> I, I think but. people think that that the songs and the names so are many. like set in stone and all these things yeah yeah they don't they don't really take on the life of that song for like sometimes like right. years and like playing that song yeah. and repeating it hundreds of times like sometimes lyrics, I legit have to play the song and <laughs> sing it and do all that stuff like fifty to a hundred times before it sinks yeah. in and it's there. It's all these things are so much more iterative, like mm -hmm. step by step by step to make it. I think I think people think like, oh, you got it. Like, you don't know the name of your song. What are you talking about? You made it. It's like no, dude. It's yeah. it's always like unfolding to you. So I'm trying to tell like a story with my music. Yeah. Like for each so I have cover art for the for the songs and I almost want to do like um 
like a storyline for the music and then okay. let it all build up and then make one like crazy video with it. That's cool. Make a movie out of it, inspirational video. Nice. I love making inspiring videos because I want people like how I grew up to believe that they can do anything in life. Like they can achieve, like it doesn't cost thousands and thousands of dollars to do something. Like you're able to do something with nothing. Like everybody has a talent. You just got to find it. And yeah. That's like the art of life. It's what I believe is finding your talent and using that to your advantage. Yeah. And, and doing it and sometimes going full throttle and just see just where full it goes. Throttle. People yeah. are gassed, man. Like they just go, you know? Yeah. So I love it. Love, love seeing that. It's Sweet. cool. Well, dude, thanks for coming and doing yeah, this. I thank appreciate you, it. Chris. You're the man. Hell yeah. You're the man. And so where uh, where can people find you, get connected with yeah, you? Yeah, so my Instagram is Billionaire Baron. Um, that's my main account. And then my music page is Baron Wade Music and BaronWadeMusic.com. And, or you just Google Baron Wade and cool. uh, you'll find me there. And um, I'm off to Dubai tomorrow. And also... Um, you might see me on Netflix for Selling Sunsets of Dubai. I'm going to end it at that. Shit. So. Hell yeah, dude. Good for thank you. Thank you, man. It was a pleasure. And yeah. for those of you listening, thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one.